Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Learn to trade stocks successfully. Learn to profit consistently. I'm Ryan Mallory, and on my weekly podcast, I'm going to teach you the ins and outs of a complex, ever-changing stock market. You will learn to trade better, trade smarter, and profit bigger. Now, let's go trade. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory doing another podcast with you guys today. And today, I'm going to talk about keeping control of your emotions in the stock market. Man, this is this is such a hard topic to tackle because it's really one of the number one issues that plagues traders and it filters into all of their other decision makings in terms of strategy, in terms of using stop losses and and keeping risk from getting out of control and knowing when to take profits. Controlling the emotions, it is such a big deal. Now they talk about the two main components of emotions when it comes to the stock market, fear and greed. Fear is what, from the market's perspective, of what drives price down Greed is what drives drives price up. Now, on the more personable side, fear and greed plays a large role, and it causes us to sell too quickly, to buy too much. From the greed standpoint, when the market's down and you're losing a lot, you can be buying something just out of greed because you have to make that money back. Now, in the same t- note, you can be buying something out of fear as well because Oftentimes when the market's selling off, we're trying to project when the market is going to bounce again. And instead of waiting for a more definable pattern to emerge, we buy out of fear. So in the same situation, one trader can be buying for greed, another trader can be buying for fear, and they can both be wrong. And that's the perplexity of the stock market and the task that's before us, and that is to control our emotions. Now, You'll also hear people say, if you're a good stock trader, you have no emotions. That's not true. We're human beings. We have emotions. I have emotions when I'm trading. You have emotions when you're trading. You can't get rid of the emotional aspect of trading. One, nobody likes to lose on a trade. Two, everybody likes to win. Three, nobody likes to lose money. Four, everybody likes to make money. So you're not going to get rid of the emotional aspect that comes with trading. What you have to do is control the emotional aspect that comes with trading. And that's the biggest task before you. Now, if you try to act like that you're not emotional, then there's something wrong with you. I mean, I think you're probably being dishonest with yourself or you might have to, you you may need to go see a psychiatrist or something about that. But nonetheless, we're, we're going to have emotions as it comes to trading. Now, like I said, how you control it is what's going to define your success in the stock market. So if you get anxious, if you have trouble sleeping at night, you need to address that. If you're having problems with the fear of missing out, or if you're 
always trying to push a trade for that last penny only to see it fall back on you and you lose more money than than you would have lost had you just taken the the profits when you had the chance there is something there that you need to address there's so many elements to the emotional side of trading and it's really an entire subject in and of itself and we can't expect to be able to just tackle this all in one particular podcast but I'm going to try and go through some of the main aspects of it and what's helped me now I'm not going to say that I've never had emotions even recently when I'm trading because I do. But the thing is, is I don't let them overtake me. I think the last time that a trade really got me upset was, and people in the splash zone will know about this because it was, it was really, really upsetting. It was a Friday afternoon and this was probably about two years ago now, a Friday afternoon and we were long on LinkedIn stock. For those who don't remember, that symbol was LNKD. And we really hadn't gone anywhere in the trade. And there was an afternoon sell-off in the last 30 minutes, and we got stopped out of LNKD for like a 1.5% loss. I can't remember the exact number that we took a loss on that trade, but it was around that, that area, about a 1.5% loss. Okay, I'm fine. That That's nothing to get too worried about. Well, I woke up Monday morning... And I literally thought I was still in a dream. I wake up to see the news that Microsoft had bought LinkedIn and the stock is up 60% in the pre-market. Now, let me repeat that again for you. It was up 66% in the pre-market on a Monday morning. Now, flashback to Friday. It's 3.30 p.m. Eastern time, 30 minutes left of trading, all of a sudden I get stopped out of it. So are you going to sit there and tell me that you shouldn't have emotions when you deal with something that crazy? No, you're going to have emotions, man. I was mad. I was really mad. In fact, it took me a while to get over that. Not from a trading standpoint to where I couldn't trade. I was just very upset about the fact and then I had nobody to blame. I didn't have myself to blame. I didn't have the market to blame. It was really, I was executing my trading strategy and it Trading strategy wasn't flawed. It just happened to have an unfortunate circumstance that played out the next day after getting stopped out of any other stock that I've been stopped out of before. Except this one happened to get bought out the next day. So, yeah, it, it was it was upsetting. I mean, I may or may not have had a uh, keyboard that survived that particular day. It was really... I can't even tell you. I mean, even now when I think about it, it gets me irritated because that was a big profit opportunity right there. Anytime you can benefit 60% instantaneously off of a stock, that's a big deal. So there was emotions there. There was that part of me that wanted to figure out something to blame, somebody that did this to me, but there wasn't. And the emotional side, that's the emotional side. That's the emotions coming out that feels like that you've been victimized or that you've been done wrong. But in the, in the stock market, there, the market doesn't do you wrong. It's just that's the way things play out sometimes, and it's unfortunate. And in this case, it was a big unfortunate. It would have been a nice profit to have had. So that's that's my biggest example. That was the one time where, yeah, I slammed my fist down on the keyboard because I was just so upset about that. And uh, luckily, I had another keyboard <laughs> waiting in the wings. And that's not something that I that I do or have done, but uh, you know, since then. But that was a moment where. It really caught me off guard. And I think for anybody, they'd be upset by that. So 
But when it comes to trading, that's a big outlier, okay? Getting stopped out 30 minutes before a stock gets bought out by a big company. Okay, that's an outlier. Anybody's going to feel the emotions of that. But if it's the day-to-day trading, that's where you really got to harness it in. That's where recognize where your shortcomings are as a trader. Realize, okay, do I have a problem with losing? Do I have a problem with being too greedy on my trades where I don't want to move up my stop losses because I'm afraid, that's an emotion, that I'm going to get stopped out erroneously and then only see the stock bounce right back and go to new all-time highs or whatever. That's an emotion that you got to address. Are you staying awake at night? Are you feeling anxious? Are you finding yourself having to constantly check futures? That's an emotion that you have to deal with. Now, I understand the curiosity standpoint of when the market's closing. Hey, what's what's the futures doing and wanting to check that out? But if you find yourself every 30 minutes updating a page on your desktop, or if you're going onto your mobile and checking your brokers to see what the futures are doing, that's that's a problem there. Now, I check the futures at night. I check them whether or not I have a position just because I'm more curious than anything. This is this is my, my livelihood. This is what I enjoy doing. It's what I'm passionate about. So I'm always curious about what the market's doing, but whether or not I have a position. But I'm not checking it every 30 minutes, not when the market's closed. So, you know, I'm usually for my for my sake, I usually check it around 8 o'clock. And then when I go to bed, you know, at around midnight. So that's it. I don't I don't feel the need to constantly check it because there's really nothing I can do right now because the market's closed. So why worry? And uh, when I wake up in the morning, that's usually one of the first things I do to see what the futures did overnight. And if there's some big price action, uh, you know, that's taking place where the market's way down or way up, I'll check it out to see, you know, what's the driver behind that. But I'm not going to let the anxiety get to me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the key here with with any kind of trading is recognizing that the emotions exist, like we already talked about, knowing your shortcomings as a trader, but then also knowing that you can't let it control your decision making. So there's times where the market's sitting on a strategic support level, and I have stocks that might be taking a beating over the last couple of days, but the market is showing signs of possibly bouncing, but there's another side of me. It's like, I just want to get out while I can. I don't want to take the losses anymore. I don't like it. Uh, let's just go ahead and sell here. Okay. That that's an emotion of fear. And there's also probably an element of greed too. Of like, I just don't want to put any more of my capital at risk and I'm not going to follow my trading plan by sticking to the stop loss. So there's that element of fear and greed again, popping up. Now I have to ask myself, what is controlling this, emotion what is the driver behind these feelings and so oftentimes i'll ask myself that i'll say to myself wait this is how i'm feeling i acknowledge that the feeling exists and by the way guys i'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist or anything else this is just simply things that have helped me in the past and things that i've read about and 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 explored and found that these were some helpful tools as well but for me i acknowledge that the feelings exist okay I am scared right now that the market's going to collapse, okay? Or I'm saying, I have this overwhelming greed that I'm just going to make so much money on this trade. And I acknowledge that too, because that's a, that's a, a, 
a feeling of greed right there. And I acknowledge it. And then I say, okay, but then what is the charts telling me? What is the price action on the stock market telling me? And then I will go with that. And more times than not, I am correct. Almost every time I am correct by, one, acknowledging that the feelings exist and what they are telling me. But then I'm also acknowledging what does the market tell me? And I go with the latter. I go with what the markets tell me. I go with what the charts are telling me. Because that's really the emotionless aspect of trading. Because the market is, while the participants in the market are very emotional, the market itself is unemotional. It's not picking on one individual person. It's going to treat everybody the same and it's going to to wipe out everybody that are that's on the wrong side of the trade and it's going to reward the people who are on the right side of the trade. So we as traders have to constantly be asking ourselves, what is my emotions telling me to do on this particular trade versus what should I be doing on this trade? What are the charts telling me to do? And you'll find that almost every time what the charts and what the market's telling you to do is the right call. There's another aspect of trading that I've always found interesting, and that is people who say, I just got to go with my gut. I got to go with my gut on this. Or they'll just say, I got this gut feeling that I need to hold it out. I'm sticking it through. Well, surprise, that's your emotions playing with you, and you shouldn't be listening to what your gut's telling you because what you're better off doing is following the lead of the market. If the market's breaking down critical through critical support and there's no support underneath it, it's a good time to start booking some profits on some of your profitable trades. If the market is breaking out and you're up 10% on the trade and it's showing a lot of volume pouring into the market, that's probably not a good time to sell your stocks. Okay, regardless of what your feelings are telling you, because oftentimes you're thinking about the dollars associated with the trade, you're thinking about what you could be doing with that money or how much money it is. Those are all emotions. You need to be trading within your comfort zone in terms of your position size, but you also need to be making your decisions based off of what the market's telling you and not what your emotions, or in this particular case, what your gut instinct is telling you. Finally, the last example is, is being a hero in the market. We, we Especially among guys, uh, I find this more prevalent than, than anything, is the need to be a hero. The market's falling and I'm just going to buy. And there's this old saying, that Warren Buffett's attributed with for saying that, and I'm not quoting it exactly correct, but basically buying when everybody else is selling and selling when everybody else is buying. And there's there's elements of truth to that, but people start to use the take on the hero complex to think that they need to buy when the market's you know selling off and hasn't even stabilized yet, trying to nail the bottom. Well, there's plenty of time for bottoms to form and you can wait for that bounce and for a base to form before you start getting long. But you don't need to do it while the market's in free fall. But a lot of traders will do that. They will try to be the hero. They will try to hold on longer than they should. They'll put their profits at risk. And in the end, they just have a big fat whopping loss to show for it. All because they tried to take on that hero complex of trying to do the thing that nobody else wanted to do. So just to summarize... Yes, trading is emotional. You have emotions. You have fear. You have greed. You have anxiety. You have ego. You have things that are inherent about you that can cause chaos in your trading. Now, it doesn't mean that you deny that they're even existing within you. You don't deny their existence. You accept the fact that you are an emotional person, whether or not you have some emotions that are super strong or some emotions that are less less notable, Okay. Be aware of the fact that you have emotions. Now, people's emotions range from person to person and everything, but 
as humans made by God, you do have emotions. So recognize that they exist and then ask yourself, okay, this is what my emotions are telling me, but what does the market tell me? And you're going to find that when you do that, when you recognize the fact that your emotions may be telling you one thing, that your gut instinct may be telling you another, that ultimately what matters is what the market is telling you. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast of Swing Trading with Ryan Mallory. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the Share Planner Splash Zone where I navigate the financial markets every day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you'll get a seven-day trial, access to my trading room, and text and email alerts. So go ahead and sign up by going to shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. That's www.shareplanner.com backslash splash zone. And follow me at SharePlanner on Twitter and on SharePlanner's Facebook page, where I provide unique market and trading ideas every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me, ryan at shareplanner.com, or call the office at 321-522-6733. All the best to you, and God bless you.